Welcome to a special episode of Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Street. In our bonus episodes, we like to give some airtime to stories and individuals that are doing something just that little bit special. Today's bonus features Marcus Whedon and Kieran Bailey, who together with the people over at Caterer.com have created an invaluable careers hub for the industry. Coming up on today's show... Marcus summarises the careers hub perfectly with this... It's just a hub. It's a hub, a hub for hope. Phil reviews the year so far... I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a bit of a rotter. And Kieran dishes out some world-class advice. Tailor it, target it, bam. All that and so much more as Kieran and Marcus talk us through this incredible body of work that's been put together to support people in hospitality with their job search. A massive thank you to all involved. Details of where to find it will be featured in the show notes. Don't forget to give us a like and a share across your favourite social channels. Let's share these stories as far as we can. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Street. As most of you know, by now I set the show up to showcase the fun side of the industry. But every now and again, uh, a story of inspiration comes along and I just can't help myself when that happens. So today we've got a story of inspiration and I think given the two people we've got on the show, it will most likely be fun as well. I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a bit of a rotter for most of us. Let's be frank about that. But out of that, there's always pockets of positivity. Today's chat brings me in front of the pockets of positivity that is the new caterer.com careers hub. And that was set up in conjunction with Marcus Whedon of Milestone Recruitment and Kieran, aka the boy Bailey of EXP 101. So I'm delighted to welcome to the show both of those lovely gentlemen. Hi, you're right. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, Kieran, you're something of a friend of the show. I uh, put that in inverted commas. Thank you. This is your third time, and I think by the end of the year, we'll have a fourth time, which actually puts you on, on 8% of all of my shows. That feels perfectly reasonable, doesn't it? I think that's. I mean, there isn't a podcast out there that shouldn't have 8% of me on their show. I think that's fair. And Marcus, you're a, you're a podcast virgin. I am. My very first one. Can't wait. Well, the, the um, I have. Well, I'm. A, I was going to say I'm something of a virgin myself, but that's maybe not the right <laughs> phrase. I've only ever done one multi-guest format before, so the the last one, as Kieran will attest to, was complete and utter carnage. And uh, so, hopefully, this time we'll uh, we'll be a little bit more focused, but we'll still still interject the fun when necessary. So we were also supposed to be joined by the lovely uh, Kathy Dybal today from caterer.com, but uh, unfortunately tech has gotten the better of her. So we pass on our regards to her and wish her a speedy tech recovery. <laughs> well, perhaps we could kick things off if if you could both just give us a, a little kind of snapshot of, of who you guys are. Marcus, do you want to go first? Sure. So I've been working in hospitality since I was 14. Um, I've gone from being a, a pot wash person in a private school, working my way through various restaurants, pubs and hotels. Um, before about 20 years ago, I started doing recruitment. Uh, we worked in an agency in London doing all sorts of five-star hotels and so on and so forth. Um, before then, taking on one of my, my best ever jobs, uh, being the head of recruitment over at uh, Carlicho's. And um, we spent six and a half years doing all their internal recruitment, going from 35 restaurants up to 100, which was an, an amazing experience. Um, left there uh, to go to the Ivy Collection, spent a year there, um, and then set up my own recruitment business, um, which has been great fun, not working for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. It's been fantastic. Um, I think all three of us can relate to that. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah we've, we've definitely done our time. Um, but now is our time, obviously, to run businesses ourselves and sort of do do the things that we love to do um, and do it well. Yeah, absolutely. And and Kieran, uh, don't don't give us the one hour 20 version that we did on our podcast, <laughs> but a, a snapshot of who you are just to remind people. That one hour 20 was the short version, Phil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so for me, I, just a lifetime in hospitality. Always, it's always been there. Like same as Marcus, started off in fourteen as a pot washer and just gone from there. Really, most recently, co-founder of EXP One Hundred One. We are sharing stories and solving problems. It's what we do. It's how we roll. And most certainly, is one of the key reasons why I got involved in this project. Yeah, well, great, nice link into the that. project. Um, I'll <laughs> leave it open to either of you who who kind of wants to lead on this. But tell me a little, or tell us about. Uh, the project and, and kind of how it came about. Um, so I think for me, the original conversation started after I'd been speaking to quite a few people um, that needed help um, after we went down to lockdown and people started losing their jobs. And we started to, or I started to write down all the different things and the advice I was giving to people. And the the information started to become quite vast. And I thought, well, there's nothing really out there at the moment that kind of signposts to where people can actually find this information if they're not reaching out to somebody or someone's not picking up the phone and having these conversations. So I think what happened was we first of all got, got in touch with Kieran. We did um, a video with um, Junior Alibi with regards to all the stuff that we've been talking about um, and the advice that we've been given. Um, from there, then went to we went to catra.com, um, had conversations with Cathy, uh, unfortunately is not with us uh, for this podcast um, and from from there we started to build uh, a careers hub with all the information that we've been collecting from the job seekers and also from employers plus catra.com were working on something themselves anyway so it kind of tied in very very nicely but I think the project ended up being uh, a lot bigger and it took a lot longer than what we expected because it's so deep in, in detail and conversation and, and information. Yeah, I, well, absolutely. I mean, I, I've had uh, a, a hunt round and a route round uh, on on the site. It is vast. Mm. There is so much content on there. Kieran, what was what was your kind of involvement in in all of this? Well, as Marcus said, you know, we started off doing a Facebook Live where we had a conversation, and we very much realised quickly it was a lot of people who needed help and advice, and it just made sense to find a way of getting it out there. Then Kathy, who, let's be honest, she's a hero right now because Kathy has kind of, she's found a way of bringing all of these people together to share their help and advice and has given us a home where we can put all of that content. And rather than just be written content, which is great for some people, she understood really quickly that we need to do some video and really get into people's heads. So she created that space for us to go and do that. And that was the joy of it, really. You know, like I say, sharing stories and solving problems. That's what hospitality mm -hmm. does. That's what we do. So. We've just been and recorded a whole load of discussions with people who've all been really cool, if I'm honest with you. And and I've had the best time, if I'm entirely honest. I've just been, all I've done, Phil, is just talk to people, which, as we all know, <laughs> makes me happy. Yeah, it's a real weakness, isn't it? That one? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I had to work at it. You had to work hard. You had to work real hard. Yeah, well, at the um, I think that, the you know, as I said, at the, the, the head of the show, it's, you know, 2020 is one that we can all gratefully forget in a in a hurry but actually there on the flip side of that there's been some real 
wonderful things. And and I think the the thing that I've also realized, and, and I suppose the hub is part of this as well, and this this kind of theory that there's an awful lot of people out there who just really want to do some good. Mm-hmm. And I think the the you're some listening to or watching some of the the interviews that you've done. There's also a, a lot of talent out there with a lot of capability and knowledge, and it's great that people are willing to share that, especially in this this time of need. It's the thing Same. that really stands out to me right now. You know, everywhere you go on social media, there's different people offering help and advice. And and Marcus is going to be too shy to tell you himself, but he's one of the one of the big ones on LinkedIn where he's he's given up like hours of his days to help people with their CVs, to help them with interview prep and all that kind of stuff that isn't really his responsibility, but he's taken that responsibility and that's what we should all be doing. And there's a lot of people who are willing to do that. So it just made sense really to pull them all together and put all of that content in one simple place where people could find it. And that hub is absolutely it. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's interesting as well is the the amount of uh, topics we've covered. And obviously the cager.com have done the research into what people are searching for um, through SEO research. And I guess the, the video content has been built based on what people search for. So having employers and recruiters and HR people and owners of businesses talk about these things, you're getting first-hand information from them. So rather than it coming from cater.com or from myself or from, from Kieran, for example, you know, why, why believe them? Why not believe people that are actually in jobs and, and understand what they're looking for and what their perspective of it is? And it kind of gives the job seekers a really, really good um, idea about what they potentially could be doing to enhance their opportunities going forward. I think the key point for me, Marcus, is you kind of touched on it there, is it would be really easy for our egos. You know, we're all experienced people. so Our Mm -hmm. egos could take control and we could be deciding what questions and what conversations we should be having. And that would be dead simple. But actually, what is really powerful and useful to the job seekers who are going to be looking at this content and viewing it Mm -hmm. is the work Caterer.com did, going away and looking at the kind of the questions that are being Googled. And there's, there's a real cross section of stuff where you just think, wow, okay. Some stuff where you think that's really simple and it makes perfect sense, but actually, you know, there are people out there who need that help and some stuff where you just think, damn, that's is that even a question? Um, <laughs> so it's really opened our eyes up to the kind of questions that are being asked there by job seekers. And the reality is nothing nothing is too simple and nothing is too complicated. It all needs to be dove, uh, we need to be ready to dive into it and really mm-hmm. dig it in and, and, and share as much knowledge as we can. You know, the range of people we've had that we've been able to interview over this over this period has been absolutely crazy. Um, mm. I, I can genuinely say as well that I've made friends doing these interviews. That's one of the real joys of it. You know, I think if you ask Charlie Benz from Q Green Hotel, she and I now are best friends. That's it. We spent two and a half hours on a Zoom call, Phil. We spent a long time talking about cats, obviously. Well, um, very important. I mean, it, in my world and <laughs> in Charlie's world, absolutely yes. Yeah. And then we spent a good sort of 30, 40 minutes digging into the conversations. And, you know, Marcus and I record, uh, recorded a couple on different subjects. And we the goal of it really was for it to be unedited, raw conversations, just advice mm-hmm. to be shared and not kind of me going away and kind of making it sound clever or making us all sound better. It's just this is just raw conversations of people sharing advice from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, authenticity, right? Uh, that's that's actually what, what people need to hear when you're kind of backs against the wall and you want to know that where you're going the 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 information that's coming to you is coming from the heart 
yeah. but is actually carries weight. And I think I, that going back to your point, Marcus, about the fact that you know we all sit here and you know I'm, I'm a recruiter myself, and I have my own theories on what makes okay. a good job search, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. But you know the that's the funny thing about that is is that I've written CVs for people in in the past, and I've always just been a big believer in you write CVs based around what the end user wants to yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. And that changes per application. So that's, mm-hmm. that's you know, you can't have a one-size-fits-all kind of approach to, to job search if, job searching if you want to do it properly. So yeah. why shouldn't I then apply that same logic to actually, when it comes to content, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, what are people searching for? I'd have never have thought to look at that first. I'd have just come straight steaming in with my own, you know, uh, little words of wisdom here and there of the things that I, I know uh, or I'm comfortable with. I would never mm-hmm. have thought to take my own advice and put myself into the shoes of the people who need this advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, and it, it was really, really interesting when we saw the different questions. I mean, it, I expect I can remember one of the ones that we looked at was when you're building your personal profile um, and uh, they were actually typing in, what are my skills? And it, it's like, wow. as, if, as if something is going to come up and say, your skills are, <laughs> um, but it, yeah, Google, I mean, Google search people, engine. They do, yeah. they do use it for things like that, and it's quite simple. So having somebody say, "This is how you actually work out what your skills are," when they type in that question, "What are my skills?" and you have someone actually saying, "Okay, this is how you actually work it out." You're not going to necessarily find the answer on Google, um, but you're going to find the answer possibly through one of the videos or the content that we actually have on the hub. So it helps you build up that personal profile and understand what your skills are. So when you get asked questions in the interviews, you can actually be really, really clear about what they are. And that's a really yeah. good example. So Jane Sunley from Purple Cubed was talking about that. And she shared some examples of skills audits that are available out there as free resources that anybody mm-hmm. could really find, but you have to be looking for them. You have to have an idea about where you are searching. So Jane was talking through those and, and what you what they can do for you as an individual, but then has also shared the link. So if you go and watch Jane's video where she talks about it, below there, you'll be able to say, right, okay, now I need to click on this link and I can now go and do a skills audit of myself. That's a really powerful thing. So it's yeah. about being really practicable. Practicable. I think I might have made that word up. That's 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 actually your second word you've made up today. I I did uh, I did did hear doved uh, as well. Um, I'm just going to say, for the job seekers that listen to this podcast, don't write that on your CV. Practicable, yeah. real word, a real word. I will not have it challenged. Until one of you can bring a dictionary in front of me, I will not. Yeah. So send to the thesaurus now. Make sure you uh, you spell check and grammar check your CVs. Excuse me, I've got, a, me I've got an afternoon frog in my throat. You've uh, you've made that's, me all emotional. It's because you're bullying me. That's what's happening right now. You're being yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm not comfortable with that, but uh, but anyway, we did talk of, say that we'd go off on tangents, and here we yeah. are. So it's uh, it has to happen on this show in any case so back on point from the thing the things that you've kind of seen and and i suppose your learnings through this as well is there is there something out there that kind of you you've seen it and gone wow that is that's a genius piece of advice um i'm, I'm not sure i mean because i've spoken to so many people and it's, it's, so, it's, it's the information and the advice that we've actually been collecting and it, it's kind of all, almost 
almost the obvious things. I think one one of the big pieces that has come up, uh, and uh, and I think it's really really good advice, is the conversation between um, Andrew Johnson and Craig Prentice when we talk about now pause and the sort of digital fatigue and things like that. And you know, with people applying for so many jobs at the moment and staring at a computer is about switching off and yeah. actually take, taking that time out and, and refocusing and possibly doing a little bit of meditating through now pause or, or uh, you know, and, and things like that. So I think that's a really valuable thing to do because I think people do get sort of very hepped up and more worried and stressed because they continuously look at the computer expecting things to happen. And it doesn't necessarily work like that. And I think by taking yourself away f- from the moment, um, that that really really helps, and it it does it does help you refocus. Yeah, I, I can see that actually because I think you probably it's quite easy to get into a mindset whereby you're if you are searching for a job constantly, it's almost like having this workaholic mentality towards mm-hmm. it. I've I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've got to get it done. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe they're even putting pressure on themselves to get I don't know thirty applications out today, or or things like that. But actually what i suppose is happening is is that they're just belittling the process for themselves in the sense that they're they're just not as you say they're just getting fatigued with it which means that they won't be performing to the standard that they need and so on and so forth interesting mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. i think from my perspective and this this has been quite weird for me if i'm honest with you because throughout my career obviously been i've, I've been interviewed by many people and uh, at least two of the people that i've interviewed have interviewed me for jobs in the past and hmm. uh, didn't give me the jobs, Phil. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. I was unsuccessful in my application, which is just <laughs> wow. Did you did you have the beard then? Was there a? Um, there was no beard. I looked about twelve. Uh, if I'm honest with you. Um, you say it could have been a, a a grooming standards thing, perhaps. But well, I mean, anybody's got questions about my grooming standards, really needs to go and check themselves. But uh... I, I wasn't having a go. This is not me bullying you. <laughs> this is magnificent. Beard. This is magnificent. But no, it's, so. Um, some some uh, companies actually have uh, yeah. grooming standards where you can, you're not allowed facial mm-hmm. hair, yeah, and the like. You know, so I suppose that's a, there's a piece of advice. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that you uh, investigate grooming standard policies. Well, I, mm. one of my longest memories of working for Hard Rock was their their facial hair policy was have a shave or have a plan. That was that was the facial hair policy, <laughs> which was a great one. If I'm honest with you, um, and I definitely have a plan. But yeah, so I was I was interviewed by I was interviewing these people and and I'm not even sure if they remember kind of interviewing me for for jobs in the past. But as I was as I was talking to them, they were talking about kind of how you should approach the interview. Then it, it became clear to me why I hadn't been successful with them because I remember at the time talking about kind of we and what we have done as as a team and how we have operated because I'm a, I've, I've always counted myself as being a very inclusive leader. So my success was the success of my team. But listening to these people, they were like, you know what, we need to hear specific examples where you have done this and you can show that you've taken responsibility for it. Back in the day, I wasn't doing that because it felt it felt right to me to actually be sharing that credit and that responsibility for the successes. But it wasn't necessarily showing me off at my best light at that time. So that was that was a really interesting moment for me to kind of listen to. I think, well, actually, you know what, I used to do that a lot where I would be talking about we. And there's a time to do that, but there is also a time to just be give be able to give clear examples of what you have done, where you have been successful, and why you've been successful. Yeah, and I suppose that that, that is varied per person and per company in terms of what success looks like, right? So yeah. the um, again, I suppose it comes back to the, the you can't have this one size fits all approach to 
to looking for your next role? Standard, absolutely. I was going to say it's quite interesting because there's there's plenty of people that love getting a, a cover letter with their applications, and there's plenty of people say don't bother with the application letter because they just want to see your CV. But some companies yeah. really do like seeing the cover letter, so it's a very good example of you know one thing doesn't work for one company doesn't mean it's going to work for another. I mean, cover let cover letters have been one of the most contentious issues that we've discussed. If I'm honest with you. Right. So many people are like, as Marcus says, a lot of people are like, yep, yep, absolutely. And there's a lot more going, no, 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 not for me, thank you. So you just, you, you, you've got to try and understand what does that business want from you? What do they expect from you? And I think listening to the people having these kind of conversations and sharing their own different perspectives, I guess what you can actually do is kind of say, right, so what kind of brands are they attached to? What are what are the brand values that they're kind of, of the business they're working to? Right, so if I'm approaching them, I'm going to start to operate like this. If I'm then mm-hmm. approaching another brand and a different, who's got a different culture and a different mindset, well, then I will approach it like this and really kind of tailor and target that approach. That was one of the things that Steve Rocky said. Uh, Steve was the very first interview that we did. And I'll be honest with you, Steve Rocky haunts me because he was the first one I also <laughs> edited. So I think I've listened to every word he said 55,000 times. We've seen that well, a lot. Was, was that before you had a, a fully pronounced set of skills? Yes, it most certainly was. Right. <laughs> um, but he said the words, the applications need to be tailored and targeted. And that is one of the most important piece of information that you can take from this, that a job seeker can take from this. And it's yeah. it's about your approach, isn't it, really? kind of, mm-hmm. It's not even just about the application. It's about your approach to any business that you're going to go and engage with. Tailor it, target it, bam. Yeah, and that's a... a, a a moment of time in your life just to put yourself in the shoes of the the person on the receiving end of your application mm. and uh, and what do they want to see and what have they asked to see and you know more often than not the, you can see it in job adverts that, that people write they'll they'll maybe even put in there please send your cv and cover letter or you know if they're not if they're not putting that in then you know perhaps not necessary mm-hmm. yeah absolutely just pay attention isn't it i guess is a simple answer yeah Absolutely. So, site's live now. It's been live for, for how long now? About a week. And where do people access that? Good question. Obviously, catra.com. Um, if we're talking about a specific link, it would be www.catra.com slash advice slash career dash advice. Very good. I'll put that in the show notes. That might be easier. <laughs> we did get said told to say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a instruction sent over by kathy <laughs> to be honest it's um it is quite easy to find i, I i've had a, a gander on the site and it, you know you can get you definitely can't get there directly from caterer.com site yeah just uh, just just to, to add i mean one one thing we haven't actually explained is why we wanted to get uh, the employers to do the videos uh, we kind of did but what we wanted to do is create something that was very empowering and enabling um so you know when the job seeker came on it wasn't very much sort of being telling 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 this is the way you should be doing it should be doing should be doing it it's more like that advice which was a bit softer and a bit more engaging so that you, you could take what you want from it um it's not a, not a question of somebody sort of shouting about this this is exactly the way you should be doing it and this is the way it's going to work because it's not going to work like that um, but we really wanted to sort of soften that down so the employers came on to empower the people and, and also to show the support to them, um, which was very, very important. Yeah. I think to build on that, Marcus, the, the, the whole concept really 
it's it's all about positivity you know it's like it's really easy to yeah. look and think you know what we're right in it right now and it's mm-hmm. the, there's no way out of this but there absolutely is you know this industry i was chatting to lisa wilde from east london university and we were talking about the fact that it's going to come out we're going to come out swinging at some point you know and when i was chatting to the guys from springboard chris gam yesterday we need to be prepared. We need to be ready and raring to kind of really come at it and go at it 100% and bring the fire is a simple answer. Mm. So all of the people that have been reached out to, and it's been done through our networks. These are all people that we've met at different places. So Kathy's brought some to the table. Marcus has brought some to the table. I've brought some. And it's it's people that we know who've got the right mindset. Net, it's about positivity. It's about kind of being as creative as you can and embracing mm-hmm. that. And not, as Marcus said, just it's not, we know the answers, so you should do this. It's, look, this has been successful. This can help you be successful. So go away, have a little think about it, and think about how you're going to make that work for you. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than having a whole load of uh, videos out there and content out there that just talks down and tells people that this is the right, this is the only way. Because yeah. it's not. You know, there is there are lots of different ways of looking at life. And that's mm-hmm. why we've gone for the, the complete cross-section of, of people that uh, that have contributed and will indeed continue to contribute. You know, I'm, we're not done with this by any stretch, no. are we, Marcus? Not at all. Not at all. We're, we're not going to stop here. I mean, there's so many more people out there that are willing to help us and we're still doing videos at the moment, which will be released onto the website soon. Um, but, you know, it's, it's continuous to help and support people um, yeah. through, through the hub. Uh, keep promoting it and, and demonstrate that to everybody through social media mainly the the people and the time that they've given and the advice that they're giving as well i mean it's really, really important and and yeah. you know all, all these topics i mean it, it covers absolutely everything from cvs interviews your preparation social media profiles your networking and uh, how to deal with resignations or redundancy uh finding out what's the right job for you Things like happiness and well-being, you know, it doesn't just stop at literally at your job search. Yeah, I think that's your know, all, all the best things in the world evolve, don't mm. they, ultimately? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the what you've done here is you've taken the seed of, of an idea and, and planted this monumental tree that's just going to com- continue to to expand and grow and, and get new branches. And I'm actually amazing myself with that illusion. Actually, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. I, normally i just totally miss the mark with any of these things that i conjure up in my brain but that one actually works Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, and you know I, part of that as well for me and, and actually you, you mentioned it just there marcus was there's lots of stuff on there about you know job descriptions mm. so this is from from a purely logical perspective this is not just something that helps people who are already in the industry mm. this helps people who are thinking about coming into the industry because they can get some real easy visuals on okay so that's that job what does that actually involve Mm. what's my what's my day going to look like Mm -hmm. and that's that's massively powerful yeah because it's got i mean i suppose it's quite easy to go and look on the job board and look at all the different jobs but if you've got a tool there which demonstrates obviously all the different advice you have and, and then you've also got the job descriptions it's you know it just backs everything up that you're reading and then you can start researching a little bit more into okay what does this person actually really need to do in this job so you're even more preparing 
for your next stage of your career by by looking at things like this and working out whether it is something that you actually want to do and vice versa i mean catered.com have got have also got their redeployment hub as well so if even if you're in hospitality at the moment you're looking to potentially get out for it whilst we're waiting for things to open back up again i think they've got something like 38 thousand jobs or something like that um which are non-hospitality jobs which and, and hopefully by the time we get back to doing this this hub would be even bigger um so there'd be a lot more information on there which will help them get back into the industry as well mm. well i think that's as well where a lot of the the conversations have real power because probably one of the key things that we've walked i've certainly taken away from this is that this industry hospitality that we love is we are responsible for creating cross-trained, multi-skilled individuals who mm. can take their their talents, take their abilities, and apply them to retail spaces, to uh, call centers, whatever. There's so many options out there that hospitality has given you the skills to be able to go and do. And if that means in the short term that, yes, you're going to go away and utilize that redeployment hub, then cool, go and do that. But... For us, it's about making sure that people still know that hospitality loves you. You know, I talked about this with with Chris Gam and, and, and Terry uh, Waldron yesterday, that idea of the hospitality family. You know, I've said it to other people who aren't in the industry before, and they look at me like I'm being kind of twee, but it's a real <laughs> thing. You know, hospitality family is a real thing. We look after each other, mm-hmm. and we like to try and find a way of making sure that everybody knows we've got your back. So. If you use that yeah. hub, that redeployment hub, and you go and find yourself working outside of the industry, there will be a place for you to come back to. And, you know, when we do come back bigger and stronger and, and fighting fit, then, yeah, we want all of those people to be coming back to our industry because that's what we do. You know, we kind of, we look after each other and we bring them back into the family. Absolutely. And and I think this is also that the platform gives people the platform to, uh, as organizations, to demonstrate uh, a little bit about them as well, just in terms of, you know what their values are because that's massively important in any job search as well i mean that's actually as a, a recruiter that's that's the golden chalice for me has always been when you marry an individual's set of values with a company's set of values mm. sp- sparks fly yeah I, th- I think that's a culture thing mm-hmm. absolutely and it's, it's, it's quite hard to you know you obviously know what it's like and i know what it's like because we do recruitment um but you know when when we find those people it's, it's great for us as well um yeah. see, seeing that marriage being made but it's so difficult for people at the moment to find those roles and those positions that do match what they're looking for and i think this is is, is quite a difficult time for everybody i i guess when you think about people that one of the reasons I, I did start looking at this was because of people's mental health um, and also for people that I thought, you know, there's the, the job seekers that change jobs every, every year, every two years. But then when you start thinking about people that have been in jobs for 15 to 20 years or something like that, it then puts a different perspective on what a job seeker is because there's job seekers out there that are very skilled in what they do as a job seeker. They know how to go about doing it or, or they could potentially be a bit better. But there were people out there that, that weren't skilled in it. So having this hub built like this was really, really important. So for them to go out and try and find that marriage is going to be a lot more difficult. So having a hub like this, giving them all the information was really, really important for them. Because I can imagine that, you know, being made redundant for the first time in 20 years is probably scary enough. Then going yeah. into the job market is going to be scary enough. And obviously, if there was a lockdown period, which they weren't working and, and they'd been out of work for, let's say, three or four months, you know, that's a scary position to be in, not yeah, having not been in that position in. before. 
that is really difficult. So that was one of the other reasons why we put this up together. Um, and when we were just talking about marathon, it kind of made me resonate with, with the fact that people would find that difficult to really understand that. So having people talk about it was going to be really valuable to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the tough, tough year for lots of reasons. And I think I'd, on one of your LinkedIn posts that you put a fair few months ago, Marcus, one thing that kind of really grabbed me about what you were doing was you were, you know, you were conscious of the fact that your that your livelihood was under threat quite mm -hmm. considerably, but it, it didn't stop you from trying to to make a difference. And I think there's been a lot of people like that uh, have stood up. And I think what you guys are doing with this platform is just it's just to be saluted. Mm, thank you. I think, I think there's, I think Kieran probably vouched for this himself, you know, I think we're quite fortunate um, to be in a position where uh, we were obviously, we have work to do, but we're obviously in a position and a bit more comfortable if we didn't have work to do to be able to help others. And, and then that, that for us was really, really important to be able to invest our time in helping people because they're, they're in a position which may be very less fortunate to get them back on their feet. It was really, really important. Yeah, you're not wrong, Marcus. I mean, we we've all been in the position in our careers and our lives in the past where we've needed help and support. And for most of us, we're all been quite lucky that there's been somebody there to put a hand out and help mm -hmm. us up. So while we're in a position to do exactly that, then that is what we should do. Yeah, I mean, for me, just the mental health element has been really interesting. I would say, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of this is a such a strange time that kind of none of us have ever even had to try and combat dealing with this kind of situation so chatting to Shane Cook from Jasper Wellbeing talking through kind of about creating good habits so you said at the beginning Phil about kind of people who are really being uh, quite militant with themselves about that job searching process well actually creating good habits around the job searching process is absolutely key finding those boundaries about when you're going to give it the time and when you're going to say right now i'm switching off from it i'm actually going to embrace my family and i'm going to do that rather than just being this all-encompassing um thing that just completely over dominates every element of my life you know it's mm. it's important but the rest of your life is important too. Your personal life, your family life is all just as important. So you've got to give it that time that it deserves. One of the, you think about the questions that was asked, one of the big ones that was being Googled that actually genuinely made me a little bit sad, if I'm honest with you, mm -hmm. was can you be happy at work? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people wow. Googling that question. And mm -hmm. I, I spoke with Claudia Matura around that. And Claudia is... Uh, from co-host of the uh, And Happiness podcast. And she is possibly one of the happiest people I've met in quite some time. So she's well served to kind of be having this conversation. But we spent a lot of time talking about what does happiness in the workplace look like? And she was going through Daniel Pink's ideas about kind of the kind of autonomy, mastery and purpose. And that's really, really key. And we can be happy at work. We should be happy at work. And whilst it's challenging and yet it's tough, doesn't mean it's impossible. So the help that ever all of these people have given, the help that all of these people have offered up so very, very freely and with the best intentions in the world, put that to work. Any job seeker should be putting that to work and saying, "Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a right good go at this." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, the I, I think that's, of course, it's possible to be happy at work. I think um, there's also in this moment uh, a massive reset button has been pressed, right for. For a number of people, a number of industries, none more so than than ours, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity moving forward for for people to just get things right and mm -hmm. create environments for that that people want to be in 
um, and will you know don't have that feeling of oh my god I've got to you know I've got to go to work today uh, or whatever, but actually go right yeah let's do this because this is an awesome place to be. Um, mm. Never will we have a, a great a greater opportunity than to do that than we do now. Yeah, definitely yes. time for change. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I also think that the before all of this, when we had exactly the f- the flip side problem of you know we had a, a skill shortage in the industry. I think that was quite <laughs> widely written about. Mm. If you contemplate what that means for job searching, it means that probably just by definition, people are a little lazier. And I'm not marking everybody with the same brush here, mm-hmm. but you know, if it's easy for me to leave a job and go and get another job because you know, there's just not enough people to fill the jobs, then, you know, people don't take the same amount of care and uh, attention in the in their job search, perhaps. But now mm-hmm. it's essential. You, mm-hmm. You've you got to be crossing all of the T's and dotting all of the I's uh, across uh, every element of your search. And mm-hmm. I think that one of the, the key things for that is looking after yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think there's an element as well of going, going by you know, the work that I've been doing and talking to various people and, you know, a, a lot of it for them is one being positive and confident and then just really looking at what they're doing already and what they can do better. So yeah. the, these these two or three things, you know, once you've have a, had a conversation with somebody or you've gone gone out and got advice, whether it's through the, through the hub or not, um, you can then apply that. And, and we're seeing through two or three people over the last week where you know whether that's from my conversation or whether looking at the careers hub or you know the conversation making them feel more confident and positive they've gone and got jobs you know they've got interviews they've gone gone from nothing not getting a response to having an interview (laughs) and lo and behold they got jobs so it's proof by reaching out to people or reaching out to some form of advice hub like this that can really really benefit and and it it puts people in a better position for when the jobs that they do want that when they become available being in a better position to be actually able to get those jobs yeah absolutely i think well there's probably also an element here of educating organizations in this process that Um, is absolutely right yeah and I, and I think there's a there's a big element as well where there's an opportunity for uh, employers to share this information with people themselves, whether that's through people that are possibly being made redundant or through the people that have been made redundant in the past or even through their regret emails. And that, that's kind of the next thing I'd like to see happening. Yeah, totally. I've got a plan for that, I'll be honest with you. I'm working on it already. Okay. We, can't yeah, we, we should have a conversation then because I've been thinking about it for a while. <laughs> Solving problems, Karen. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, am I missing anything? Is there anything else uh, within the, the hub that you'd like to, to air? What I would say, I guess, the, the final thing for me is, if you're sitting listening to this podcast and thinking, that sounds cool, and I've got something that I reckon could add, add purpose and add value to that uh, to that hub, then get in touch. Mm. Drop us an email. Kieran at exp101.com. Drop me an email and we can arrange a conversation. And if you've if you've genuinely got something that can add value to this job seeking market and these people who need this help and advice, then let's do it. Absolutely. More content we have, the better. Yeah. And and I suppose as we discussed earlier on, the, the evolution of that content yeah. as well to the to the time that we're in. Yeah. I mean there are there are there, there potentially will be some other things being added to it, um, which we would discussed. Um, before we went live but whether that goes ahead or not I don't know uh, but hopefully it will do um, 
something on the line. Marcus, we haven't talk, we haven't talked about your Bible that you wrote. I know. Um, yeah, I kind of completely moved over that, didn't we? <laughs> What's it? <laughs> the, the the Bible. So. When we, when we were having when I was having the original conversations and we were building the the content of advice that had been given out to people and listening to what they needed help with or uh, getting uh, further advice on what what content should be on there from employers as well. So I ended up with this. Um, I think it's about thirteen or fourteen pages of information, which pretty pretty much covers everything that we've got on the Caterer Hub. But it's like a, a little handbook. So if you just wanted to have a bit of a read about something and have it very convenient on your phone, you could just download it on your phone um, and just just read through it. Um, and it, yep. it it covers anything. It gives you information about uh, CVs, the the do's, the don'ts. Um, the same with applications, the research, um, headhunting your employer, uh, to, to even things like social media. You know what effect it has on employers um, if they see certain content or information that you've made visible uh, throughout it. So it's kind of been a bit more sort of concerned about what what you actually have out there on information like that. So it, it covers a, a variety of different things. Even even if you want to try and get feedback from somebody and how to go about getting feedback. To something else that's really really important we haven't mentioned uh, as yet is more the sort of the, the charity side. So if you do feel like you are in a position to be able to get in contact uh, with certain charities so you know the likes of only pavement away springboard hospitality action and there was another one which i I can't recall right now but there's just a little bit of information on that so if you do find yourself in a difficult position you know there's companies out there that can help you such as those charities yeah and so how do people access your your bible well it's it's on my website um but it's also on the careers hub um so and I, i'll probably i've got it on my linkedin profile as well um so you know just search my profile and you'll find it straight away uh, or go onto the careers hub and just search milestone and that will come up or just go and have a good look at my website and you'll find it on the website so it's so three different places at the moment yeah and I'll, I'll... it's a great piece of work thank you Kieran. i have to say <laughs> it's a great piece of work and i think what it does do is not everybody digests content by watching video or by listening to podcasts. Some people do just prefer to read. Yeah. So that what that does is give you that real kind of opportunity to download that and go through that and kind of make notes and think about what you're going to do next. Yeah, it's an absolute monster. I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody. Thank you. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and it, it, I, as I say to everybody when we speak to them about giving advice, it's, it's, it is my opinion. It is collected information of people that I've spoken to and my thoughts, you know, that other people will have their opinions on things. And it's a, it's about you as a person, the job seeker, to use the content as you free, freely will to do so. There will be golden nuggets there that will help you, um, but you can also get that content from other people as well. But yeah. there's, a, there's a massive source of information on that. I think you're, you're far too humble, Marcus. I know. I've, always, I've always been like it. <laughs> I can't help it. You <laughs> more like me, Marcus. Just, just own it, mate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, look, I, I'm not a fool. I mean, at the end of the day, I do know there's other people out there that are doing great work and giving out great advice as well. Um, so, you know, to, to put something like this is, is very valuable. And I've got information from other recruiters as well on there as also so um so it is part of their work as well it's a bit like the the, the careers have we, we wouldn't be able to do that without other people's help yeah no that's brilliant can you remember the um i'd put a phrase on one of your linkedin posts once upon a time all the way back at the beginning about what happens when the going gets tough no i don't remember that the tough ad value and that's <laughs> um that's exactly what what you guys are doing with this and 
Uh, it's also one of my best phrases, I have to say. Um, <laughs> That's going on a T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. You've got laser T-shirts um, with different sayings on, Kevin, haven't you? But it's true. <laughs> but, but we're not making light of the fact that it's uh, it, it's tough out there because it definitely is. But, you know, the um, you, you, you've got some amazing resources at your fingertips now mm-hmm. um, through this hub. But also you'll just be willing to, to ask for help. There's an awful lot of people out there who will offer you assistance if you if you need it yeah that's that's probably my biggest bit of advice i've been telling people at the moment is is reach out like like so many people reached out to me i'm not the only person out there giving out advice and help you know use your network if your network's not big start making it bigger absolutely brilliant any final thoughts gents or, or have we covered all the salient points that's pretty much it it's just the hub it's the hub the hub for hope Oh, very good. Oh, hello. Like hello. That's another that's t-shirt. A another t-shirt. There's a new tagline. We, we haven't discussed that one before, I must add. <laughs> it just came to my head. <laughs> yeah, go on. Trade, hope. trade market now. Better tell Kathy that. I've already done it, mate. She might, she might, Literally just done she, it. She might want that one cut out. You never know. <laughs> well, I thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you, gents. It's been a real eye-opener. There's def- definitely some takeaways from me that I hadn't even thought about. Like, who'd have thought to google the questions that people were asking in their job Mm. search i mean that's simple but completely uh never thought of that before and i thought i thought this was going to be a bit a bit of good cop bad cop because um (laughs) uh, well knowing kieran and knowing you marcus i thought we we definitely had this lined up but to be honest you're both good cops yeah, but disappointed. Did you have Marcus down as bad cop? (laughs) (laughs) excellent kieran thank you for that (laughs) And I just, I, I, on the final word, I just wanted to say, Kieran, if if you did feel that I was bullying you on your beard, then your beard is the stuff of legends. <laughs> That's very sweet. It will go down in folklore. Yeah. As will this hub. As will the ball bells on his beard for the Christmas videos he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Splendid. Well, thank you again, gents. Pleasure to chat. And thank I wish you all the, uh, the success in the world with this thank endeavor. You. Thank you very much for having us. You're very welcome. Thank you, Phil. Take care, and guys. I look very much forward to recording your chat. Yeah. I look forward to hearing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Merry Christmas, guys. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. And there we have it. Once again, a massive thank you to all involved in putting together this vast resource for the industry. If you've fallen on tough times in your career and feel you need a boost in your job searching, head over to the Hub for advice on so many different things. Please, please, please share this with anyone you feel that could benefit. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.